Right, welcome to Red Zone DFS, uh, Jim. Joe, how we feeling? Feeling good, man. Ready for another week? Some more earnings? Get that bankroll up. What do you got Ready. there in the old uh, thermos cup, there, Jim? A little, little Crown and Coke rolling tonight. You know, oh. a Friday night, a little wow. Friday night uh, swing juice. Get it a little spicy. Yeah. <laughs> swing juice. Awesome. <laughs> Cool. Well, I figured we could kind of start tonight. Uh, we'll start with Joe. What do you kind of think about the slate? Obviously, we, it's a little bit shorter. We've got some bye weeks and we've got some postponements. But what do you kind of think about the slate overall? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I like this slate because uh, I feel like people have to kind of go out of their comfort zones um, overall this week just because, you know, the Buffalo-Tennessee-Denver-New England game got pushed back. That's going to be off the slate. That's going to take a lot of people, you know, out of play. Um, I was having a hard time, you know, getting a lot of people to play this week. So my, my groupings are pretty, um, small, um, which is kind of a boomer bust Sunday for me. So it's either, I'm going to win a lot or I'm going to lose all of it. So it kind of scares me, but at the same time, I don't need to diversify. It's not my stock portfolio. <laughs> I like it. Jim, what do you kind of think? Yeah. I mean, Look, it's cer- it's certainly a week where I think it's going to be a very polarizing week. Uh, we've got, you know, the Dallas Cowboys that seem to just be the plug and play. But, you know, as weeks go on, the ownership of the Cowboys is going to get to a point where they're just unplayable. Um, and it's going to be challenging, right? You're not going to be able to just jam it in. Um, I think it's pretty interesting this week. The, the pricing is pretty good. Um I think that there's some matchups this week that people were just like really afraid of that, you know, judging by looking at ownership, people just like aren't going to play some guys that are just going to, that are going to get a lot of volume. And this is going to be a week that I'm going to take some guys in maybe some not ideal matchups, but I know that are going to get the volume at a good price and good ownership. Um, so, I mean, I like the slate. Um, I really liked a lot of the morning games and I found myself last week liking a lot of the morning games, but I didn't play any early only contests. Um, mm. And, you know, obviously there were some games in the afternoon that kind of went off. So this week I played some early only contests um, to kind of mix, mix in my exposure a little bit. So just in case those games that I really do like in the morning kind of go off, uh, I can I can profit off that, and not have to worry about you know oh why don't I have exposure to to guys that in the late games right so I, I kind of split my exposure up a little bit. Um, there were some good contests in the in the early slate that I liked. Um, there's a twenty dollar three max uh, in the early slate that I that I played three lineups in. Um, so yeah, I mean. I, I think it's going to be a good week. And I think there's going to be a few teams that kind of explode and that are kind of break the slate that, you know, pairs pairing what I'm looking at, at pretty low ownership. So uh, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm I don't think ownership's too, I don't think ownership's too much to worry about this week. I think it's going to be very balanced. You know what uh, I mean? I don't think we're going to see anybody 
And yeah, the website might, the sites might be saying whatever, but I just don't see anyone going over other than Zeke going over that like 28, 30% range. I think everyone's going to be at least below that. And a lot of people in the teens, but who knows? what Jim real quick, what would be if you had to go through like the top two or three guys at each position for ownership, mm-hmm. uh, top two quarterbacks, Dak at 14.5, uh, Mahomes at like nine to 10%. Um, top three running backs, I'll do this because they're all over 20%. Uh, uh, Edwards Hilaire or Elaire, however the hell you say it. Just call him Clyde, uh, man. Just call him Clyde. <laughs> I'm just call, I'm just going to start calling him Eclair because it sounds like an Eclair bar. Um, I'm going to call uh, – so Eclair's coming in at uh, like 22 23%. Zeke coming in at 23 24%. And Mike Davis in a juicy matchup coming in at 27 to 28% out. Um, ty, uh, wide receivers, Amari coming in at 19 to 20. DJ Moore coming in at 16 to 17. And Darius Slayton coming in at like 15 or 16%. And then for tight ends, uh, Kittle coming in at 16%. Ingram coming in at 15%. And then Kelsey and Waller both coming in in the – 10 to 14 percent range okay cool i like it simple enough all right well let's jump to it uh since you just hit it off jim why don't you give us your uh i guess top two or three guys uh that you're rolling with at quarterback and then maybe a, a sneaky play that you're also dipping the toes in with yeah um i mean from from the top end i, I think it's wild that mahomes is only going to be you know 10 11 percent um, I get the DAC thing for, for I, I am going to be, I'm going to have one DAC lineup and it's going to be a full on game stack with three Cowboys and three Giants coming back the other way. And other than that, I'm playing no DAC. Um, Mahomes is going to be my high price guy if I'm paying up for quarterback. Um, but, you know, I, I really like a few other guys. Um my favorite play of the week is going to be Minshew. Um, I love his price. I love the potential game script. Um, I just think that this is one of those games, you know, where both defenses are just bad. Um, he's coming in at the fifth most expected point total from the quarterback position. And really going back and looking at the position this the last couple of weeks and what it's going to take to really finish high in a GPP, you need your quarterback to finish somewhere north of 28 points. Um, And I think that Minshew has that true ability this week. Um, Houston has an okay run defense. It's not great. Um, But, I mean, they're just going to throw the hell out of the ball. Um, And then my kind of, like, low sneaky guy that, like, I'm just going to keep playing because they, they just have to throw it a whole bunch is Burrow. Um, coming in at like 1% owned. I know it's a bad matchup. I don't really care. Uh, I'm just going to play it and see what happens. I'm not going to be super exposed to it, probably about 20%. But, you know, I like Boyd. I like Mixon. Um, So those are guys I'm going to be playing this week. Um, And then, like I said, probably my real fade on most of my lineups is going to be Dak, uh, just because – I, I'm just I just can't pay that much, and when I pay that much, I don't like the rest of my lineup. So, 
surprise you weren't all over uh teddy two gloves that's like your boy <laughs> i mean I, I look i'd be playing teddy two gloves and i like him but like i mean he's teddy freaking bridgewater like he could get like 10 to 15 points or he could get like 30 like i don't know I've you just were just on like teddy two gloves from like game one you're all about it yeah i mean it, it's a good situation especially and especially this week right um you know, that my, my other guy that I'm playing, that I find myself playing a lot is Matt Ryan. Um, he plays really well against teams that don't pressure. Carolina is 31st in the league this year on QB pressures. Yeah. So when you give Matt Ryan time to just kind of sit back there and just do whatever he wants to, he's, he's going to put up points. So that's kind of who I'm rolling with this week. I like it. Joe? Hey. Uh, yeah, I got to say the one person I am fading is Dak Prescott. Um, and it's not for any, like, big reason. I just feel like he's due to not have one of those weeks. You know what I mean? Nope. Um, and I think this is that week. I think the New York Giants defense, it's not great. Obviously, they got a good D-line. They can put some pressure on him. But no matter what, I think they're going to be stopping um, Zeke. And I think Zeke's going to go high on this week. So Dak might be a good pivot in that way. But – I'm fading Dak on an overall basis, but the quarterbacks I really like, I'm going to pay up for Mahomes in a few, but that's Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Stacks, you know, no matter what. Um, I actually love Jimmy G this week. Um, I think Debo Samuel is going to have a huge week this week. Um, so the Niners have a 33% pass blocking advantage going into this week, which is this week, which is second highest. Um, Matt Ryan, I think, is going to have a bounce back week as well. Two 12-point performances in a row, 12-15 to 15 point. I think he's going to have a bounce back this week at low ownership. Um, my absolute dart is going to be Derek Carr. Um, if you guys know, I mean, oh I'm on a full-on war with him. Uh, not with him, but just against him being a winning quarterback. But, yeah, I agree. He's like 17th, 18th best quarterback in the league. He's not taking to the Super Bowl. I mean, look at my Twitter account. I mean, I have everything to prove it. Are but, you are you just playing car so you could just like scream at your lineups all after? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but the big thing is like I want to take car as a dart and I want to take a car car rugs Waller lineup just because he's got Trent Brown this week, he's got Waller, he's got rugs, he's got some weapons back. Um, they're going to be down. This the Raiders defense is not stopping Kansas City, so I almost want to do a double game stack a lot with this quarterback receivers. So I really like the Raiders as my dart play. That's going to go really low owned. And they're going to have all those fourth quarter points that you look for in a fantasy, on a fantasy team. Um, what about – I think they're going to win the game. What, I mean, we'll get to this a little bit later. What about, like, just, like, a car Richard Waller stack? Yeah. Because – Going all like, the way down for Richard. So, yeah, I mean, look, you – I mean, we, we both bag on car quite a bit. Um mm -hmm. And I think for good reason, but yeah. right. He's, he's checked down Derek for a reason, right? So if you're going to play a guy that you think the game script, I mean, Richard at 4,000. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, point, the person that I like, and I'm going to do a full dart lineup and this might be like a Millie lineup, right? Like you're getting guys under 1% owned. And we talked about it earlier this week, but Nelson Aguilar at 3,600, the reality is Carr somehow does have a connection with this guy. He has not missed a pass to him. He would have had another touchdown last week if Aguilar would have actually lined up in the right spot. Um, you know, it's just one of those weird things when a receiver just connects with a quarterback and he just dropped everything with Wentz. He hasn't dropped the ball this year. I think Gruden's starting to fall in love with him. Gruden gets hard-ons for players, man, and when he does, they do not come out of the game. 
And I think Aguilar is in that spot. And even with Ruggsin, I don't think it affects Aguilar's um, ceiling. So I mean, that's, that's fair. That's I think fair. he is going to be like the definitive number two, though, as well. Like, it was pretty yeah. clear. I played a ton of Hunter Renfro last week, and he's just not like he's, he's not, not the, the priority guy. of the offense. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, he's a nice little player. He'll catch a lot of balls, but I'm with you. Like, if you're going to do it, you know, everyone's going to I mean, grab to rugs. But I, if you I do think the money. so. To to counterpoint your point on that one, Joe, and I know we're not to wide receivers yet, mm-hmm. but Kansas City limits the deep ball at one of the best rates in the whole league. Yeah. So, and that's where Aguilar really excels. So, I think if you're going to play some Raiders receivers this week, that's kind of why I brought mm-hmm. up Richard. I think this is the week to go back to Renfro. No one is going to play Renfro yeah. at forty nine hundred dollars, and he could easily ease. I mean, he had twenty points two weeks ago. Yeah. He could do that again. Yeah. So, and the he, big thing with Carr, honestly, he isn't one of those weeks this week that he came out. I'm I'm fucking sick of losing. Da, 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 right. He kind of put that target on his back that, and everyone started going. Well, it's your fucking fault, dude. You know, yeah. I just feel like it is a nut up or shut up type week as well, especially against the Chiefs, which he's been completely horrendous against. I Again, think if you I'm are, not playing him in many lineups, but it's a super dart GPP going for first place or bust lineup. 100%. I think the the last thing on it is if you are going to play Carr, you do need to play two, like one or two Chiefs at like at least one, right? Because oh, the know, whole exactly. the whole theory behind playing Carr is the Chiefs are going to be out to a massive lead, and so yep, well, yeah, you know, I mean, you're taking think, both sides. I think of the that. natural guys to play with that is either. Uh, Hilaire and Hill or Hilaire yes. and Kelsey. You can go Hilaire and, then, and Hill, and then you can still get Waller. You can still get Aguilar. You can still get Rugs and Carr because all three of those guys are so cheap. Yeah. I think you can get a really nice mix of game stack of the KC-Oakland game. You got a lot of high-end, got a lot of low-end guys. Um, and my last guy I'm going to say is Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves. Yes. Um, and that's another game stack thing. Um, I'm not really big on DJ Moore. You know, I know a lot of people in the fantasy world are, but Robbie Anderson's my guy. Um, so I'm going to have a lot of Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, like Ridley, Ryan, kind of that combination stacks going on as well. Yeah. Nice. Vinny, who are you going to for QB to this week? Yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're on a lot of the same guys, like up top. I do like Mahomes. Um, I am playing a little bit of Dak, um, and it's just because I'll get to it. Uh, I'm off Zeke. Um, and so that's my thought on it. And I'll explain why when we get to running backs, but the, the Cowboys are going to win this game. They are going to score points if they're going to do that. And I have a theory like why they're not like, why I'm not playing Zeke. Then I have to get a piece of the passing game. Um, Dak's obviously been just completely lights out. So I'm rolling with him. My biggest problem with playing him is you just don't know who's going to get the passing, you know, touchdowns, yards, all that. So um, you know, I definitely want to stack him, but at the same time, like, I don't even mind Dak naked, like just let him roll and then you can go elsewhere. Um, if you want to. So, yeah, I think, I think you got to pair him with at least a receiver. I, I am doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like in general, if you're going to just give me any quarterback that's throws for 400 plus yards and three touchdowns, but going to go to guys like Cedric Wilson and Schultz and lamb and, you know, like <laughs> Cooper, like, it's like, I don't know who it's going to. Yeah. So just give me the Dak guy. Um, one thing with the one thing with that, by the way, on that stack with Dallas, James Bradbury for the Giants mm-hmm. is ranked in the top three four weeks in a row. And he's his, gonna shadow Cooper. He's gonna get Cooper. He yeah. he's balling, dude. He is legitimately a top five corner right now. 
and we'll, that's the level he's playing at. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep that hit in mind on about Cooper. Yeah, we'll hit on it. Uh, I'm at, like my two favorite guys, but if I'm going Dak, my right now I'm pairing him with Lamb and Schultz. Um, those are my two. That can you know I could go up top, but down you know on that end. But so yeah, Mahomes and Dak up top. Um, Mid level right now, I do like Matt Ryan. He's significantly better at home. Um, everybody just hates the Falcons guts, but the guy does produce at home. Um, and with Julio out, it drives a path a lot easier on who I can stack. Like I know where he's going with the ball for the most part. Yep. So Matty Ryan, I am playing some Teddy KGB, um, like <laughs> him there. And then down below I'm going Minshew, uh, Jim, I'm all over that as well. I've read it in a few spots and everything I read, I completely agree with. Like, I think they're, you know, if Vegas is right and Houston's going to put up 30 points, they have an atrocious defense. Like everything we talk about with Dallas, it's the same thing with Houston. So I have, I have a sizable bet on the over on that game. I'll just say that. <laughs> they just have really terrible defenses, both sides. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of points there. Um, and then, yeah, I know this is going to feel homerish, but to Joe's point, I'm playing some Garoppolo. Um, he's coming back. He, for the first time this year, is going to have all of his weapons. He was super sharp in that game before he hurt his ankle. Um, he was, I think, at like a 90% completion rate through two touchdowns, and then, you know, things kind of unraveled. Yeah, so, and I think with him having Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk all available – um, yep. and put mustard into that mix and i think it's a recipe for success for jimmy g dude yep. and and the dolphins they do stop the run fairly well the one thing they don't do is stop the pass at all so give me that um yeah their rookie corner is not having a great start no and no. so i think you know you saw kittle last week pretty much unstoppable depending on how shanahan wants to use them but either way i think iuk and debo coming back are, are huge for him like he's going to be like a kid in the candy store so mm-hmm. um right. that's where i'm rolling on top uh, of that san francisco has a 33 percent offensive line pass blocking advantage this week which is uh third highest yeah I think they're going to, after last week's stinker, now that they've got some, some of the cavalry back, like they're going to steamroll the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, it might be so, a 40-point game for uh, the Niners. It, yep. it very well could be. Um, nope. Okay. Right, Vinny, why, don't, why don't you just keep it rolling, roll right into running backs. Okay. So we were texting earlier about some of the bold uh, moves that I'm making at running back this week. So <laughs> I'm, full, wait to hear it. I'm full fade on Zeke. Um, the reasoning yeah. is I don't like – his production and the offensive like like run game through four weeks right like he's not getting the touches he's not right now an 8k back um on top of that he's lost three of his best offensive linemen um right now the three guys that are there on the left side of the run uh, of the line are playing decent but the two guys on the right are like a complete F in terms and they're of lo- and they game. lost Looney, their center. So no yeah, Smith, he might not no play. Looney. So, and so they may have no, he's out. He's out. They marked. Okay. Him out. So yeah, they are playing out. with a completely replacement offensive line. Yeah. Um, and this is and granted, Zeke is a phenomenal player, but what made him special was that offensive line. Like he had massive holes to run through, four or five yards a clip every single time. Um He's not going to have that. Like, he just doesn't have the offensive line. And Mike McCarthy's a dumbass. Uh, Mike McCarthy, look what he did with the Packers, so, man. Hey, is, it, is there a chance if if Dallas loses this game, you think Mike McCarthy could get fired? 
Uh, probably not after the game, but he's. Do you think? Do you think Jason Garrett? Do you think they just bring Jason Garrett right back over? He's on the other side of the field. (laughs) If if yeah, dude, it's a Jason Garrett revenge game. That's why I'm off Dallas this week. If he loses to Jason Garrett, I think I think I think Jerry just fucking fire him right there on the spot. He 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 could lane Kiffin him on the on the tarmac for sure. But (laughs) I just, dude, I I don't I don't believe like this running game. Like this is Mike McCarthy who like Aaron Rodgers could not stand because. Because he wouldn't let him let him cook, you know, and like he just didn't believe in a, like a two sided game. Like the the proof is in the pudding now. Like okay, they are getting he's getting twelve to fifteen carries a game. So yeah, I'm not I paying eight Dallas... for him. The other thing is, and I looked this up, the Giants surprisingly have the fourth best rush defense in terms of like yeah, they're their uh, D line. Look it up, Jim. Actually, their D line is actually somewhat productive. <laughs> I believe it's uh, Blake Martinez is that middle linebacker for them, and he's playing his ass off this year. So Blake Martinez yeah. and Bradbury, they're not are two of the top ranked players. Um, they're not. Great. So, they're not great. The way to beat them is through the air. Like that's how everyone's yeah. been torching them. So I, that's all I'm saying. Like I just I couple like all those things together, and it's just like I'm I'm not paying just, DK for Zeke, yeah. and, and especially when he's going to be massive chalk. To me, it's just. My only my only it. gut play this week is that Dallas is not going to turn out how everyone thinks they're going to, and I'm not saying. They might like lose, you know, but like the game might be seventeen to thirteen. Like yeah, I just think it's gonna like, be a weird. Be like I think 20, it's gonna be a weird 20, game. Twenty four twenty something like to, that. To me, totally. there's just I just don't think it's gonna be this fantasy upside game that everyone. Yeah, it's and to be. like wrap that, I think there's just too many question marks for me to like lock Zeke in at that ownership rate to be like this guy's a guaranteed 20, 30 points. Like I. All I right. Well, so you're so. you're fading you're fading Zeke. Well I'm established. Going, I'm going. I'm going Clyde. I'm going Robinson. I like those two against terrible defenses. I will be yep. playing a little bit of Kareem Hunt. Um. He's the man there in Cleveland. I don't love it versus Indy's defense, but, um, you know, he's going to be the bell cow. And, you know, this is a guy who's a top-end talent. Like, he'd be one of the better starting running backs in the league if he was a full-time back. So, uh, Hunt, I will obviously have um, some Mike Davis. He's just in too good of a spot versus Atlanta. Um, I do like Raheem Mostert if he's going to play versus Miami, depending on how that looks. Um, but I have a sneaky feeling that he's going to be a late scratch. If he is and doesn't play Sunday, I'm all over Jarek McKinnon. Um, versus oh, my Dolphins. God. You, you have to be. So I'm hoping it's a late scratch and people didn't configure their lineups in a way that they could pivot to him. So that's what I'm hoping for. Well, so, um, the, so the, the easiest way to do that is just to put Mostert in. No, I get it. I'm saying from an ownership perspective, people that like didn't play Mostert at all because they thought it might be a split backfield, right? And they like play three running backs in the morning and they have no room to even pivot to McKinnon. Yeah, that that would not be a smart thing to do this week, in my opinion, in all of your lineups. I think you have to leave some room. He's the one guy I totally agree with, Vinny. You have to leave room where if Mostert gets ruled out, you have to leave room to late swap onto McKinnon because yeah. I mean, I mean, he got ninety-two percent of the snaps last week, and he yep. got all of the passing targets besides one. And I mean, he's just going to get all the work. So totally. Um, um, the, like, la- the last two guys I'll hit on. Um, I will have a little bit of Antonio Gibson um, from Washington. Like uh, Captain Kyle is now starting quarterback who literally made his bones just checking down to McCaffrey and 
Ron Rivera's like he knows the system now. So I'm like, that's a weak spot of weak spot of the Rams' offense too. Linebackers, defense. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'm going there. Here's my hell Mary for the week, and it's just simply because I couldn't find like a low price guy enough that I wanted to play, and then I just kind of stumbled on him at 5100. If you can't pay for anyone else, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are wildly overrated. They were the most hyped team coming into the league or into the year. They suck. They're not very good. They're going to finish last in the West. Um, Joe Flacco's not going to have any time to throw. So <laughs> from what that sounds like to me is like a ten target Le'Veon Bell catch. You know that game like he Big time. Could, and if he can turn that into 50, 60 yards, maybe punch one in like at so fifty one hundred your money. Your same – the same reason I'm not going for Le'Veon Bell is the whole Bill O'Brien thing is the whole Adam Gase thing. I just but, don't think Adam Gase – like, I, I don't think Joe, he likes they, Le'Veon. <laughs> they have nobody else. Oh, I know. Who, like, truly, like, we'll get into like, receivers, yeah, if, but – If he's active and he's going to play, I'll agree with Vinny. He's, he's somebody yeah. that I have interest in. He's one of the uh, very few NFL-caliber players on that offense. <laughs> that's, like, right. not 60 years old like yeah. Frank Gore. So, I'm just, just throwing that out there. his offensive line ass the whole game. Again, at 5,100, you don't need a ton from him, right? I don't yeah. like anyone below that. I don't really like anyone in the fives, you know? So, it's kind of like if I'm going to go down, it's either him or Gibson, you know? Yeah. All right. So, Fair enough. That's where Joe, I'm going. Joe, Joe, who are you rocking? Um, I got four backs that I'm on right now, and who knows, the next one might pop in here. But uh, the highest paid back I'm going for is my man Clyde. Um, okay. Not only does the Raiders run defense shit, um, the Raiders just can't cover running backs. Um, yeah, it's been they, years of them not be able to cover running backs. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I can see right. Clyde. I can see Clyde having over ten catches in this game. No shit. So um, he's. I'm on him in almost every single lineup. My next guy is Jonathan Taylor. Um, the Cleveland Browns, I think a lot of people are obviously hyped up on them right now in general. Um, their pass defense is actually really legit. The Browns' pass defense is legit, but their run defense is shit. And their defensive line just doesn't stop the run. So I think Jonathan Taylor actually has a big week this week, grinding it out. And on the opposite side of that, I love Kareem Hunt. And the same thing goes for the Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts. Very strong pass defense. I'm not saying the run defense is bad, but it's suspect. And I think Kareem Hunt, I think he's back to his form. He was in with the Chiefs a few years back. He looks good every time he touches the ball, and it sucks because I had Nick Chubb in my season-long league. But I can play Hunt and make some money this week. Um, the guy I'm paying down for is Cam Akers at 4K. Um, yeah, there's a lot of questions up in the air. How many carries he's going to get, whatever. Well, the reality was in week two when he went out, um, he was the starter. He won that starting job. He had 14 carries before his injury in week two. Missed the last two weeks. He's back this week um, at 4K. I think he's a good shot. Even if he only gets that 10 to 15 carries at 4K, why not? Um, so there's some touchdown potential there. But those are my four guys that I'm really on. Yeah, and that's not bad because, like, they obviously showed that they have no confidence in Brown or Henderson. Like, there's no guy there. That's oh, yeah. We all thought that Henderson had won the job, but. Yeah, everyone I mean, got screwed last week on that. I so. mean, I, I was listening to a few podcasts this week. The guys at Osimo brought up a pretty good point that Sean McVay in a preseason interview was looking at the Niners run running back by committee backfield and thinks that that's something he could replicate. And for 4K, all, all you really need is, I mean, you don't need even 10 carries. You just need 10 touches. 
right? Yeah, if he yeah. has four catches for, you know, 35 yards and a touchdown and then four carries for like 44 yards at 4K, I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, gets yeah. it done, right? So exactly. like, I, I, I like that call. And, uh, I, and, I, and I have a hard time. I'm, not, I'm having a hard time fitting pieces in. I don't, I don't like paying down for anyone this week. Um, he's the only guy I really feel comfortable paying down oh, for. Oh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get I to know, some I know. options. I know. Just for me. So Akers was my guy to pay down for to get some of these more top end receivers in my, uh, my lineups. Okay. So, so for me, a running back, I mean, we're, we're on cons- consensus with, uh, Eclair, um, the Eclair bar against the Raiders. <laughs> He, he's forcing among the, the top five and force missed tackles this year. Um, the Raiders seemingly can't tackle anybody. <laughs> um, he, he's just going to have the monster game. There's nothing really else to say about that. Yeah. Um, a guy that I am 100% fading and may never play again, and I played him a few weeks, he may come back to bite me this week, but I'm just, I just can't do it. I'm just 100% full fade is Kenyon Drake. I don't yeah. get it. The guy sucks. Can I get a little credit from like week two? Yeah, I told yeah, you. Yeah, you've been saying it. I know. Hundred percent. My hand shakes every time I pick him, Such dude. Because of you, dude. So, <laughs> like, look, th- this week, based on the usage, I'd much rather play Chase Edmonds at sub five k. I right? thought about that honestly, but yes, I, I, I have him, I have him in a couple lineups. I have probably about five percent exposure to Edmonds purely based on his cast uh, pass catching ability. Um, but so up top, it's Edwards Hilaire. My full fade is Drake. Uh, I am going to be playing Gurley. Atlanta has showed me time and time again that when they get toward the goal line, they're just going to put Gurley in. I mean, even in like blowout time on Monday night, Brian Hill is working it all the way down the field. <laughs> they get down to the two-yard line. They yank him out, put Gurley in, and give him the touchdown. Like, he is 100% – um, what's like the, um, what's his face? The guy who played for the Patriots. God, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, Lawrence Maroney. <laughs> no, 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 more recently than that. Um, that would just like get like four touchdowns on like 10 carries for oh. like 34 yards. Yeah. Um, God, why can't I remember his name? But so like Gurley <laughs> at his price point, just like 5,700. They're playing the Rams, okay? Like, or the the, Panthers. the the Panthers? Like, the Panthers are hot garbage. So go ahead and give me that. I like I like every time I look at it. The more and more I look at it, I like Joey's call with Jonathan Taylor. The one guy, like I mentioned in our open, who I'm gonna play at three to four percent ownership, but it has the six most expected van- fancy points this week from the running back position. Joe Mixon. Baltimore's defense, their pass defense is much scarier right now than their run defense and the way that their linebackers are covering backs. Joe Mixon has proven time and time again, they, they've gone away from the, oh, we're going to play Giovanni Bernard in the passing situations. They're just playing Mixon all the time now. Um, and What's his ownership real quick, Jim? <laughs> two to 3%. Okay. I was just a little, a little worried, like, like people would just be chasing after last week, you know. Um, no, because thinking, so he's no, so if you look on DraftKings, there, there's a couple of things. Number one, he's got the questionable tag next to him, yeah. right? Which okay, he had that last week, and he had fucking forty points almost. 
And then he's playing Baltimore, which everyone thinks is this just like amazing smash defense. And they have a good defense, right? Like I'm not taking anything away from Baltimore, but he's just going to be on the field the whole freaking time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm just going to go there. And then the last, the last one I'll talk about is the Niners situation. Um, I like playing Mostert. I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned that McKinnon, even with Mostert like likely to play, McKinnon's ownership is at like eight to nine percent. Um, I don't love that, uh, but I will have some Mostert, and I'll be prepared to late swap onto McKinnon if he's ruled out late. But even if McKinnon and Mostert both play, I think both of them are fine plays. If you want to, if you just need a little extra salary, you can drop down to McKinnon. Um, I, I like them both. I think Miami's just going to get rolled. Um, I think I think Kyle's definitely going to go to the running game a little bit more this week in the quick passing game to protect Jimmy's ankle because Mike McGlinchey, um just is not very good apparently, um, which is disappointing as a Niners fan. Um, but you know, I know they have the advantage in pass blocking this week, but he's just is not very good. Um, one guy that I'm throwing a dart on in a couple lineups way down there is J.K. Dobbins um, for the Ravens. Uh, he, he, they drafted him that high for a reason. And in a potential blowout against Cincinnati, he's going to get some run. Um, so if I'm going to go way down there, I like him. I like uh, Chase Edmonds. Those are kind of my darts this week. The other thing real quick, I, I'm stuck on Jonathan Taylor because I want to play him. I was on him for like two weeks and he burnt the hell out of me. And was the time to play him. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I just, yeah, I'm stuck. I think think now's the time to play him, Benny. I think, I think, you know, he's a rookie. So I think that, you know, he needs to prove himself a little bit to be able to be that out there for all three downs. And I think, you know, going back, I was watching a little bit of film this week. Um, I think he's done that. He's actually done a pretty good job in pass blocking. His his pass blocking rating is like mid-pack. It's not great. Yeah. But I think versus the Browns, I mean, they have a really good pass rush, right? So I think you're going to see a lot more screens, a lot more draws, a lot more quick passes to the running back. Um, they have a really good offensive line, and I just think that – you know, we're not alone here. Joe's on to something. FTN Daily has him rated as number five for expected fantasy points at the running back position out of all the running backs, and he's coming in at 4 to 5% ownership. Yeah. For sure. And I think and I think Kareem Hunt gets a little bit of a bump, too. I, I totally forgot that Darius Leonard, who's yeah, not the right. best defender, he's the second best in that Colts defense, is ruled out already for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's I an issue. I don't really know about Cleveland. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. They could come out passing the ball a little bit more, I think. Um, I think this but, is not a good week for Baker, and they're just going to have to start leaning on Kareem very early. Well, I think Stefanski's going to I think that's going to be the game flow. Stefanski's kind of shown that, like, he's actually a real coach and, like, how we'll have a game <laughs> plan, you know, and their game plan. in Cleveland. Winning yeah. game has been run the ball and let Baker just, you know, kind of dip. Yeah. The big thing I want to warn, the big thing I want to warn all of our listeners, especially our international listeners, shout out. Um, the Browns did face the Cowboys defense last week. 
Um, so don't yeah. get too high on Baker don't Mayfield and Odell. Sure. And it's like, no, it's, it's Kareem Hunt. And that's pretty much it until we get to someone later. Yep. All right, Joe. Was just a boomerang receivers. right at the receivers. Yeah, this is going to kind of tie into my quarterbacks. I'm really big into my stacks this week and then playing my stacks off of each other. So um, Kansas City, Tyree Kill, um, I got him going in almost every lineup. I think he's going to smash this week. He's going to get LaMarcus Joyner on him a lot. And LaMarcus Joyner just isn't fast. He's very good in the box, but as soon as he has to cover Tyreek across the field, he's screwed. Yeah, um, so I think, he's a, I think he's a huge hit. Sammy Watkins at 4,500. He might be someone that I throw in there if I need a cheap guy. Um, but I'm really loving San Francisco between Debo and Ayuk. I'm having a hard time picking which one. My gut keeps That's telling me problem. Debo. So I'm all over Debo this week. And I'm just saying, fuck it. I'm literally going like 85% Debo. Um, and then going another like 15% Ayuk. So um, with the Falcons, I really like Ridley this week. Um, I know he put up a dud last week, but he's going against the Panthers. Um, same game. I talked about it earlier. Robbie Anderson. I think he is a, a guy, two touchdown candidate this week for sure. Uh, my one Dallas guy I want um, is Gallup. Yep. And I just feel like everyone's just on Lamb and Cooper. I think Cooper's getting shadowed by Bradbury all week. Gallup's 5,400 and he has the most snaps out of any, any Cowboy receiver. So he's on the field the most. And like you said, Vinny, they're just not giving the ball to Zeke. I think Gallup has a potential to go four or five times here this week. Um, and then with the Raiders, I really like rugs and then a really cheap guy is Aguilar. Um, so if I can get cheap, stay in the Bay. Well, sorry, not the Bay, Vegas in the Bay. Um, but going San Francisco and Las Vegas, going Debo, rugs, Iuk, you know, going those kind of combinations, I think is going to be a home run this week. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like where Joey's going. My, my fade's going to be Amari. Uh, we talked about yeah. it already. Um, he's the highest own projected wide receiver on the slate. I'll get my exposure to Dallas elsewhere. Um, I'm going back to Calvin Ridley after he laid a dud in prime time. I really don't care that he laid a dud in prime time. Um, he was kind of hurt, a little bit nicked up. It's fine with me. Um, if my highest own wide receiver this week – and where you guys are fading Zeke and where I'm going to pay up, if if this game, I mean, it all looks good. The Jets had a presumptive positive COVID test, but DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins could legitimately have 10 catches for 230 yards and three touchdowns against the Jets this week. I mean, he could absolutely go nuclear. He has that ability. That's what we're looking for in a GPP winning lineup. And, like, just sign me up. Um, another guy that we like love to hate because he always gets hurt for stupid ass reasons is Will Fuller. I'm going to definitely be back on him. One guy, uh, another big, another big injury, Jacksonville, Josh Allen, their best pass rush defender is out this week. So yep, that gives another boost to Houston. So Will Fuller, go for it. Fire him up. 8% ownership. Sounds good to me. The other guy, some other, there's two guys in like the, the higher end in the 6,000s that I don't, I don't, I guess, I guess people are just paying up for Zeke, but Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. yep. seven to 8% ownership against Washington. Dude, Woods um, is probably at 3% then. <laughs> give, give me all of that. And then yeah. the other guy that like, I guess because they didn't play last week and people didn't see him play. They just think that maybe he sucks or maybe he 
I don't know. But Juju Smith-Schuster is coming in at like 2% owned. I can tell you why. And it's well, go Darius Slay. It. It's Darius Slay. That's all okay. it is. I know. That's, but I'm that's saying that's fine. what it is. People think, okay, Darius Slay on Juju, I'm off. Even though Juju is a top 10 receiver in this league. I don't know if everybody so. watched the Niners game last week and watched fucking Brandon Ayuk drop his nuts on top of Darius, <laughs> Darius Slay's head when he jumped over him. Like, Juju is that type of an athlete. And I think that Darius Slay does really well against bigger wide receivers. I think he has a very, very difficult problem against athletic guys like Juju, right? So at 2 to 3% ownership in bigger tournaments, I am all about mm. throwing some money at Juju, right? Um, and then our low-owned dart, I know Joey hates him. I know he does. Good old Jeff Smith. At the men. Yeah. El Jefe Smithe. 3,000. <laughs> look, this is a more legitimate one than our Troutman call last week. Jeff Smith came mm-hmm. in last week after being on IR and was consistently getting targets. Whether it was Darnold or when Flacco came in, they were running routes and scheming him up to get him open. Like, at the dead men at 3,000, I literally need like eight points. Not even that. I'll take five points. And if that guy gets a zero, where else I can pay up to compensate for that? I think I can overcome that this week, just like I did with Troutman. Because my lineups with Troutman last week, I cashed. Um, Even though he got a zero. So those are kind of my guys. Um, Joe, if you were asking where Robert Woods is, Robert Woods is actually higher only than you think. He's like six to seven percent. Oh no! People are getting on the Robert the Bob Woods train. Yeah, it took him three years. I, I would much, I would much <laughs> rather go with Cooper Cup. He's the dynamic guy. He's the big shot guy. He's the guy with three to four touchdown potential, or, or I mean, three to four might be a little much. Like two to three, <laughs> two to three yeah. against Washington. Um, I mean, Washington's just just bad, man. Um, that's that's good. where I'm going. For sure. All right. Yeah, we're, we're similar. I have Ridley and Tyreek up at the top um, just because they can absolutely blow up an entire game. I'm not on Hopkins. I'm just not on Kyler. I'm not really on that game. I, something feels off about it. I talked about, like, the West Coast bad teams going to the East Coast. The Jets are barely an NFL team. I get that, but Vince, something just playing seems, the Jets. Something just seems mm-hmm. off about it. Who, like I, who, who on New York can cover – I'm not, Hopkins. I'm not Nobody saying does. that. I'm just saying, like, I'm not, like, saying, yes, you're 100% right. Hopkins has, like, 50% 50-point uh, upside. But he, like, also could just play the first quarter when there's a, a rushing touchdown, a defensive touchdown, and Kyler runs in two, and it's a like game over, 28 nothing. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, like, for that price, I'm just – I'm going Ridley over him because I think the Falcons, they're not going to blow anyone out. Even if they do, like, obviously, they're going to get caught. So that game so, is going to stay competitive. If I'm going up to the sevens, I'm going up to Ridley. So – so so Or Tyree. Stop right there real quick. Can't you play in both? Well, if you go down at quarterback, down at both running back positions, bottom barrel tight end, yeah. Okay. I just I mean, like – I, I think, think there's some 6K guys you alluded to that, like, have just as much upside. Fair uh, enough. 
Fair so enough. that that's where mm-hmm. I'm just kind of leaning, like where you're putting all your eggs in that Hopkins basket. And if he comes up like last week where, you know, he puts up 11, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I so, think it's kind of a weird game for Hopkins this week. Like yeah, it's like, just, it's like, it's too good to be true. You know what for I mean? Sure. I, well, I'm just with, you know, I mean, he could have a great game. Like he probably will, but I, I just, I really like Juju as well. I love DJ Chark. Um, I will have some uh, Deontay Johnson as uh, Deontay. Uh, yeah, you got it. Oh, my neck. Yeah. Uh, as well. <laughs> I love CB Lamb. Like all those guys in the five six k range, like give me as much as I can get. Um, I will have both, but like a, a pivot that I'm going to make this week is everyone's moving over to uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm going to play more DJ Moore. Yeah, just me I, too. So I, I think they're in the same game script. We have I a think war. DJ Moore is just as talented, if not more. I mean, this dude was an elite receiver you know, coming into the year, he still is. He's just not getting, you know, quite as many opportunities. So with this game, like if I can get him at less ownership, like I'll just take that guy. So he's Uh, getting the opportunities, but Robbie Anderson has, for whatever reason, morphed into the short ADOT guy. Yeah, he was on the Jets before this. (laughs) Dude, he was on the Jets before this, and he still balled out. (laughs) The Jets were just hooking it deep to him, though. So he's been the short ADOT guy. And mm-hmm. DJ Moore has been the higher variance. I mean, DJ Moore is like up in the top five in league in air yards. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I'm with Vinny. I didn't mention him, but I'm definitely playing some DJ Moore. I like uh, them both. I mean, I'm definitely not fading Anderson. I'm just thinking like in some of my no, bigger tournaments, D- like I think it's a way to get off maybe five to 8% of chalk, you know? Well, I think with guys like Teddy two gloves, you have to get some sort of exposure to both of those guys because it's so difficult to predict how how that's going to go. Why yeah. I personally think that the DJ Moore call is better, Vinny, is because Atlanta is on their, like, fourth or fifth string safety. Um, and, I mean, we saw, we saw Robert fucking Tanyan <laughs> roasting the, the, the Falcons deep last week. Yep. Well, if, if, if old Bobby T... Bobby Tanyan can roast the Falcons deep. I mean, totally. guys, the guy had to tackle him. He did a somersault and still caught like a 38-yard <laughs> touchdown. That was pretty yeah. unbelievable. DJ uh, Moore is 10 times as athletic as that guy. Yeah. So, look, they're going to take some shots this week. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I like the DJ Moore call. I think people are consistently scared away from him. He's priced up, and I think people are just going to go elsewhere this week. So, I think it's a yeah, good call. Yeah, just, just a little yep. different. Um, yeah, I like Debo and Ayuk. I'm just afraid. Like, I don't know which one to play. So, so how yeah. I'm doing it, Vinny, I, I, again, I'm my gut's telling up. me Debo. So, I'm splitting them, but I'm going heavier Debo. Yeah. Um, some of the guys down low that I like, uh, I'm, I'm on the Jeff Smith train. Um, you know, I'm a little hesitant that, like, I like Jeff Smith and I like Le- Le'Veon Bell, and I'm – like, why do I like two, multiple Jets with a Joe dude, Flacco the, offense? Dude, what's scary about the whatever. Jets is not only it's not only a Joe Flacco offense, but their only positive thing on offense has been Mikai Becton, and he's out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm rolling I, with I it. Whatever. I think they're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. Whatever. Um, I, I'm rolling with it. Just again, price point and everything. Uh, I like Russell Gage. He's down there low. Uh, I like Henry Ruggs. Those guys have massive upside. Um, I do like Labiscus Chenault. Um, he's been hovering yeah. like 10 to 15 points consistently for the Jags every game 
Um, you know, we talked about the, that, that game shooting out a little bit, and he's a, he's a pay-down pay guy. So if I can get some exposure there and some of my other lineups to Chenault, um, you know, this is a guy that can score two touchdowns, no problem. So, um, and the last – he definitely seems like somebody they want to try and get the ball to. Yeah, um, for sure. And they, they'll give him little, like, hitches from the slot, right, and he'll gain another 10 yards after the uh, catch. Like, Chanel, yeah. like, we saw that in college. He is a running back. You put out a slot receiver. He's gives a the ball really quick, player. to make a play. And his game is translating to the NFL. Yeah. He, so, if he just gets more targets, he's going to be fucking killing it, man. Because the way he runs the ball in the NFL looks like there's been no transition from college. Yeah. And that's coming from the Pac-12, which is a, saying a lot. For sure. He, yeah. He's a really good Garbage player. conference. And the last yeah. guy I'll mention that I'm on, um, I'm not playing any Darius Slayton because I don't like to chalk on him. I am playing more Golden Tate. Uh, yeah, I just, so, Vinny, I'm scared of the Giants here because they've scored three touchdowns this year. And we've talked about this. Even though the Dallas' defense is terrible, the Giants' offense is just as terrible. For sure. I, the only reason <laughs> I'm saying that is Golden Tate plays out of the slot Dallas's defense is a complete mess. Even if they like somewhat get it together, Golden Tate will still get some targets. Like he'll still get some mm-hmm. plays. Like there's a chance that they just like double team Slayton and you know like I don't yeah. know. I I'm just I'm playing again. He's a price point guy. I think everyone's going to Slayton. I'm not playing like four and a half. You know, K Chalk. That's like a very bad team and an average player. So if I'm going to do we, it, like I'm going to go to the less chalky guy. So are we in all in agreement that we're fading Danny Dimes and Slayton together? I will not play, play Danny Dimes. I'm fading it. I'm going to play one lineup with Danny Dimes, Slayton, and Ingram, and then bring it back with Gallup and Zeke. But other than that, other outside of like a game stack, I'm not yeah. playing like – a Danny Dimes and like Slayton and then another, yeah. another mishmash. I think if you're going to yeah. play it, you have to play it in a game stack. It, that's the only way you're going to overcome the high ownership. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I think we're all in a hundred percent agreement there. I mean, his it's, it's Daniel Jones. Yeah. Like, and the thing is he actually like, that's the thing like on PFF, he actually doesn't grade bad, but the pieces around him are so fucking bad. Like the guy's running for his life every play, just making something happen. No, and until he gets guys around him, nothing's going to happen with them. And, yeah, and, my, and I think everyone's going to be hot on them this week just because of the Cowboys' terrible defense. Well, my I thought think like, I think that game again is going to be like twenty-three to like fourteen or like twenty-three. But again, to 10. I, I, exactly. I think Mike McCarthy knows that if he loses this game, like he could <laughs> yeah. seriously get fired. So like. To your point, Vinny, like, I get why you're fading Zeke, but Zeke honestly might get 35 carries this week. He might just He's say – He's definitely this. not going to get 35 carries. No, I just but don't think that's going to happen even if he gets, ever. But even if he gets 25, like – so that's one That's one element, right? It's like just mm-hmm. the targets and, like, just the times he's touching the ball. Even if he gets that, he's still with a terrible offensive line – Against yeah. a matchup that's not as good as people think. Like, that's kind of my thought. And I, even if they come into the game and Jerry Jones is, like, choking McCarthy out in the locker room, being like, give Zeke the ball, how long is it going to take for that idiot to, like, get into the first quarter and be like, the run's not working, I'm abandoning this. And yeah, I'm just going to it out. Thing like, is, McCarthy has a track record of doing that, and he's a lucky bastard that he um, had Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Cause that's what I mean. Aaron so just evident. makes plays. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause he just, he throws the ball way too much. So let his quarterback just go nuts. 
and it's not really good for your defense. And it's been obviously been proven. So and McCarthy's not changing, man. But I I hear what you're saying, and and like I don't disagree with like that could very much happen. I'm just like yeah. I I just I just, I just think if if you're gonna play, if you want exposure to that game, and if you're gonna play somebody high priced, and if it's gonna come down to Dak or Zeke. I think this week I'm going to play Zeke because I think that there's a chance that he could have four touchdowns this week. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is like, I'm just trusting yeah. my eyes and my eyes for the first four weeks of the season says I'm not paying 25% of uh, ownership of a guy who's not prioritized in that offense. Fair enough. Like Fair enough. I, it could happen, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, um, Danny Dimes could throw for 500 yards, but I haven't seen (laughs) it. It did happen once last year. Um, All right, boys. Let's move on to tight ends. Tight end. I'll lead it off here. Um, Pretty simple for me. I'm sticking to a few core guys. Kittle and Kelsey. um, I absolutely love. They're in just agreement. Great spots. Um, If you can get there, get there. Um, It's just a matter of if you can make it happen. Because if you like the 6K receivers and you like the 6K running backs and the 6 and 7K quarterbacks, like that's – it's going to be difficult. Um, I do like Waller as a comeback on that Chiefs stack um, for sure. Uh, Mark Andrews is in a great spot uh, against Washington. Um, Jim, you know, you were egging us on to play him last week. I just, for whatever reason, never play Andrews, and I probably he's start he's, doing that. He's, uh, yeah, he's I think not. he's just a big – he's a big goal line target, man. You know, well, he's not going to get you the volume of catches like PPR style, but he's going to get you touchdowns. And Lamar's <laughs> not hitting those deep balls like he was last year to Hollywood. Like, he was just repeatedly overthrowing guys. So, I think Andrew – it's just like – run 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 and then like pop it to lamar or uh, pop it to andrews like Mm -hmm. that's just what's working so um and if i'm paying down i like dalton schultz with the cowboys going back to some guys in a game that are not going to be like crazy chalk but like still gets me some exposure Mm -hmm. um and i'm finally on your guys's boy hayden hurst uh it's another guy to that game that's going to shoot out that you know you could see Ridley and Anderson and Mike Davis and all these guys like 20, 25% owned. And then a Hayden Hurst pops like two, three touchdowns at the goal line too. Yeah, Similar yeah. to your talk with Gurley. So, um, yep. so I'm, I'm rolling with, I'm not getting going outside of that. I'm going to stick to those six and, you know, just roll from there. So. All right. um, I'll go next. I'm with you on uh, Kelsey and Kittle. Those spots are just too great. Like I, I want to pay up for my tight ends this week. Uh, Waller's my other guy, and I'm just pretty much having him in my car stack, um, my possible one big GPP stack. <laughs> um, yeah, my huge dart. The one guy I'm interested in this week, and I don't know, it's kind of like a gut feel. It only just seems like he's too cheap. Is Austin Hooper at 4100? Um, yeah, I just feel like it, no one's going to be on him. I think everyone's going to be on Odell and Jarvis and Kareem, right? And I don't know. I think Indianapolis the secondary is really good, and Baker's going to have to throw to his tight end more than. We expected him to. So 4,100, I'll take a shot on Hooper. Um, definitely not in a cash game, but definitely in a GPP. Dude, I think you have a better chance to, like, score points if you just play Mo Alley-Cox, who's, like, uh, scoring I got, touchdowns. I, I just don't like that, man, because they keep running uh, – now they're running Trey Burton out there and Doyle's healthy yeah. again. I just, don't, I just don't like the situation. That's all. I hear you. So, Mo Alley-Cox is going nuts when both those guys were hurt. So yeah. Exactly. So for tight end this week, like, um, you know, tight ends are going to be a little bit chalkier this week than they normally are because they're all in such good spots. Um, I find myself gravitating to a lot of double tight end lineups this week. 
um, to get that exposure. Um, if if we think if we Kittle and Kelsey, if they continue to get the volume that they're getting, if they were a wider receiver, they would be priced more than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, especially Kittle. I mean, I, I just don't get it. Like he should no. be priced higher. He's he's too low in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, he is. I, I like Mark Andrews in a smash spot again. Again, he's come Mark Andrews coming in at like three to four percent owned. Um Two lower guy, a guy that like people think is like kind of dust, but who else are you gonna throw to? Uh, Zach Ertz, uh, you know, three to four percent owned. I'll, I'll have some of him, and then my lower lower price guy this week, the lowest I'm really going at tight end is Eric Ebron at four thousand. Um, again, great matchup for the same reasons I like Juju. Um, he he caught a touchdown last week or last game that. Pittsburgh played coming off of a game that you know again the public is so biased of like what they've seen lately um that like he's a guy if Jordan Akins for the Texans is healthy he's in concussion protocol he's still listed as questionable um if he plays I'll definitely have him in some of my uh in some of my game stacks uh because Watson's definitely looking towards him but my my lowest price guy that I really like is Eric Ebron. Um, I think he's got a lot of touchdown upside. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just – I'm going to find other places to pay way down this week and play guys like Kittle. I'll have a little bit of Ingram, but, I mean, Ingram's coming in at almost the same ownership as Kittle. I know he's cheaper, but yeah. George Kittle and Evan Ingram, like, I'll just – if I'm forced to play one of those two – I'll just play Kittle and Kelsey over Ingram every day of the week. Yeah, and that's the thing, again, it comes back to the Giants, that is Danny Dimes even have time to throw the ball to Ingram. Again, Ingram, Ingram is a fine player, but everything around him is shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they, the Giants are so bad that they could legitimately only run 50 to 60 plays this week. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and like so when that happens – so – you know, Ingram is 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 priced up and he's at 50, 15% ownership. You're telling me that my 15% owned tight end is only going to get maybe four to five targets? Like, no, I'll just go to Kittle, yeah. who is guaranteed going to get eight to nine targets because he's the focal point of the Niners offense yeah. at a percent more of ownership. Like, just, just give me that all day long. Yeah. Cool. Let's wrap it up. It's the defense this year. Jim, I'll start. I'll start it because oh, I only Joe. got two. I only got two. <laughs> okay, just gonna get it out of the way. Let, uh, let L.A. Rams against the Washington Football Team. Um, yeah, Dwayne Haskins was the turnover machine, but Allen's got small hands, and the Redskins' <laughs> offensive line still isn't changing. It's uh, still dog shit. Said. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron Donald might have four sacks this week. I said this about you know them last week. We say that about Aaron through. Donald every week. But look I mean, who he's going against, dude. Does. They can literally like they they I can know. literally double team him every play, and there's still a chance. It's, he gets four but sacks. it's just funny. Like I remember, like every week, it's like I'm interested in the Rams. Aaron Donald could have eight <laughs> sacks this week. <laughs> dude, remember when JJ Watt was winning Defensive Player of the Year? Like no, it's year? it's definitely dude, possible. It's like the same it's just, shit. It's, it's like, just dude, hilarious. Really like run the game. Yeah, it's so yeah. We should just be like, I'm just playing Aaron Donald. Like I don't want I'm the Rams. Aaron Donald. I just want Donald <laughs> straight up or something. So 
I'm paying up for defense this week. I'm going there again. I'm not going to get hit again with that 2,000 defense that gets me zero. So it's just, yeah. I'm not, not going to let that get me again. Um, okay. My other team is the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Eagles. Um, Wentz just is not hitting passes right now. The Steelers defense is that good. Uh, when the year is over, I think the Steelers will have the top rated defense in the league. Um, and they're coming off of a week off. So, and the Philly just flew out to San Francisco, flew back, you know, all this Corona bullshit. I don't think the Eagles put up more than 10 points this week. And I think the Steelers just absolutely shut them down. So yeah. Jim, those are my two. Um, so I've got some kind of weird ones. Uh, I like the Steelers. Um, I like the Rams, but I just, it's just a little much for me to pay up. Um, the Steelers are going to be my top, top defense. I got Niners. Uh, anywhere I'm playing Niners running backs or if I'm playing like a Niners stack, I'm just playing the Niners with that. Um, some other cheaper defenses. I, I, look, people are going to think like I might need my head examined after this, but I like the Cowboys at 3,100. We just talked about it. It's Daniel Jones. Yeah, right? no, I like that actually. Turnovers. Cowboys have explosive players. There could be a defense, defensive touchdown. Could be a punt return for a touchdown, kickoff return, you know. Uh, the Devontae Freeman might fumble twice, maybe three times. Uh, but dude, he is. Oof. I mean, I yeah, know him nobody, nobody guy, even wanted him. Nobody even wanted him on their practice squad, and the Giants no. picked him up and started him. <laughs> well, they had to. They had to, right? Because it was either that or roll out Wayne Gallman at running back. And hey, Wayne Gallman's a stud. All right. I don't know how he's on an NFL roster, to be honest with you, Joey. But uh, my 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 top defense that I have the most of, just based on their price and who they're playing this week and the low expected point total in the game, is the Browns. Um, they've been getting a great pass rush. Look, Phil Philip Rivers is just a statue. He can't move. His feet are in cement. He he does all kinds of weird shit with the ball. And he fumbles the ball all the time. At and then screams at his teammates. At $2,700 in a Holy game that's, that's just not going to score a whole lot of points on either side, I don't think. And, and if any side, it's going to be the Browns because they have more explosive players. Um, I mean, that that's something that allows me the salary relief of four to $500 from some of the other teams or like you were talking about, Joey, the Rams. I don't know if maybe the Rams score 15 points. I think the Browns could score 12 points. And at $1,300 less, that's something that I'm interested in. That's kind of where I'm going. Dude, I'm right there with you on the Browns. Um, they ruled out Anthony Costanzo today. Uh, no. Who's their left tackle. And as much as you know, people want to like kind of talk shit on him and everything – Miles Garrett is just destroying. Oh yeah, he's the real year. deal, man. And you couple that with, like you said, Rivers, who literally can't move. Like he, I, I mean, he cannot move. He no, can't. Bolo, Bolo Phil can't do it, man. It's gonna be a big problem for him on Sunday. So, yeah, to kind of roll into mine, I like the Browns, dude. I, I'm on I that. Like that. Um, I am also on Pittsburgh. I am on yep. the Niners a little bit just because they are getting some guys back. Uh, and Fitzpatrick is, you know, as much as we like him with Fitzmagic, um, he's also a four interception game, you know, potential anytime he steps on the field. Yeah. So. No, like like they say on PMT, the Fitz, Fitzmagic is Fitzmagic when he comes into the game. 
for heroics, not when he's the starter. So yeah, it's um, and we're right at that like four or five week mark where like the 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 like um, the magic begins to look like just like complete like crap, right? Like yeah. you know he usually gets like three four weeks out of every season, and all of a sudden he <laughs> looks just like oh god, like why is this guy starting? So uh, we're right around that time. It's coming. Yeah, like, it's definitely coming. Uh, the last team I'll mention um, is my fourth defense that I'm running at is just the Chiefs. Um, and I just think it's, you know, they're going to be up. It's going to force Derek Carr to actually probably push the ball downfield. You know, I know he's got this, like, you know, non-turnover streak, but that's because he throws the ball six to seven yards of play. So if he's got to push it uh, and take some shots, it's the same reasons we like rugs and, you know, maybe some Waller and Aguilar, like, that is a Tyron Matthew pick six waiting to happen. Um, so if he gets you one of those, you're or a Sorensen or a Sorensen dropped pick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but Sorensen did uh, get a pick six on Carr like last year or the year before. So I like it. Keep that in mind. <laughs> one final guy that I forgot to mention uh, at receiver. He's thirty five hundred for a paydown is Isaiah Ford. He hey. on the Dolphins and he has three less targets than Devonte uh, Parker this year. Um, one of the fastest players in the league. The Niners are completely decimated at corner. Um, I don't even know if they'll have four guys healthy to suit up on Sunday, to be completely honest with you. So um, there's a really good chance that, you know, they get burnt once or twice, you know, for a touchdown. De- so. Definitely a good guy for a run back in like a, uh, in like a Niner stack or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, at 3,500, similar to the Jeff Smith, you know, you could probably balance your shares out, you know, like if you're going to play 10 lineups, go like, you know, if you're going to pay down, if you're going to like X cross off one position, you just go five forward five, you know, yep. Jeff Smith and hope that like one of them turns out well. Um, and, you know, those lineups are live. So um, I like that. Yeah. Bang, bang. That pretty much wraps it up, boys. Um, any final words? No. Just uh, play more Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Not a bad play, idea. Play all the Tyreek Hill, apparently. Just every lineup, Tyreek Hill. I think he might go for 40 this week. There's a chance. All right. I mean, he's got – like, can, can we just, like, talk about Tyreek Hill at 6,900? Like, I know that's a high price for a receiver, but he legitimately should be an AK receiver this week. Yeah. You're not wrong. He should be he right there. He torches everybody, but he especially torches the Raiders. He just doesn't get the target share that some of those guys get, like Ridley and uh, Hopkins. So. I know. But he might not need this us this the, week. This so. is the week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Red Zone DFS. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. DFS Joey Levine. Vinny Levine, 29. At JJ McIntosh. Yep, follow us on Twitter for uh, updates on Sunday and more of my Derek Carr rants. Later, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>